everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in The Four Keeps Recovery Part 9. Today is June 22nd, 2020, and you are loved, and that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of our sessions. If this is your first time hearing that message, or uh, you would like to find out more about the show, check us out at youtube.com slash indooradventures, or go towards where anywhere podcasts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of stuff that is currently being made for free, our after show called Nights in the Courtyard on Patreon.com slash Indoor Adventures is currently being made for free. Uh, as you know, this whole thing that's been going on uh, outside has made uh, money a little tight for folks. So I figure, hey, you don't need any kind of funds to, to join us for the after show. You can just stop by. And then if you do decide to join us on Patreon, thanks. It's really cool. Um... It's also a good way to get into our Discord, but another good way to get into our Discord is legitimately just clicking the link in the description of this video slash audio cast or off to the side in the chats over there. Uh, it's another good time that you can possibly find yourself enjoying. But uh, if you already support us on Patreon, you already support us on Twitch and YouTube and everywhere else, but you're still looking for ways to help support the show, consider then going to indooradventure.redbubble.com, our merch store, where you can find t-shirts, posters, mugs, throw pillars, and now we even have masks uh, that have the symbol and blessing of Tiamat upon them, so you can not only praise the queen, but stay safe while you are traveling outside, and honestly, that's really the important part. And all of the money that we are getting is going to be going towards COVID research. So, it's a good time. Uh, and speaking of good times, and that being it for my spiel, hey, RJ, who are you playing tonight? Hey, everybody, I'm RJ, and I'll be playing Caleb, the Shatterkai Wizard Cleric. Hi, everyone. I'm LB, and I only have one sin, and it's pride. Happy pride, everyone. I'm playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Fighter. My sin is wrath, so. Hi, I'm Connor, he, him. I play Arjan, also he, him, the Draconian fighter. Hey, everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. Uh, I'm going to be playing as Coriander, the Elegant Paladin, and Frankie has left my lap, so the leg is fine. And I am the indoor adventurer, and tonight I shall be your dungeon master. So, last we left off, our group was actually uh, deep within the Astral Sea, helping out a group of Gith Yankee. It was at this time that Calum ended up recovering from uh, a deep sleep that he seemed to be under after you had rescued him from the library of Shar and the controlling hands of one Father Linar. Once Calum had awoken, your group ended up meeting him in the medical ward, but it was there that you learned that something was amiss with your dear friend. He now registered as undead gaining the hollowed one feature as part of a background thing. I'm still working on how to fix that in D&D Beyond, but Calum does have that. Uh, Arjan ended up needing to leave the space uh, and ended up combating himself, trying to figure out what he needed to do and became a chromatic tyrant with the help of one Rasa, a large red dragon 
and your group eventually reconvened, and after speaking with Vlacketh, the Githyanki Queen, was able to return back to the Material Plane. Upon your return to the ruined temple of Saloon, Calum's, a, a, Calum's original jumping-off point for the adventure, um, your dear friend, Alberjan, who had helped you rescue the boy, decided that he was going to go. He was going to head out, and Arjan left him with a fantastic severance package, and your group ended up parting ways with Alberjan. It was then at that point that we entered into a nightfall. Gwen, you ended up uh, contacting Chua, finding out that you all had spent three months worth of time in the Astral Sea and have finally made your way back to the Material Plane. Now, uh, is there anything that you all would like to do this evening? As I believe that is where we left off. Gwen, you have already uh, you have already contacted Chua. Corey, you have already attempted to contact Elastray tonight, I believe. And then Arjan, is there anything that you or Kalem would like to do uh, for this long rest? Sleep is also an option, but if there's anything that you want to do, that's a good time. Uh, clearly a lot has happened to Arjan within the past day or and or three months. Uh, so I think he would like to take a moment uh, just aside to just like uh, meditate and, uh, you know, see if there's anything else going on with his body that he has not been made aware of. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Arjan, as you go to find a good spot to meditate, you realize that it has become easier for your eyes to adjust in the darkness. You no longer seem to be visually impaired during the evenings and have instead gained dark vision as you switch to the Drakenblood Dragonborn? Yes, from the Explorer's Guide to Wildmount. And uh, as far as other changes, um, what other physical changes or what other changes are with the Drakenblood or was it just eyesight? Uh, it's the eyesight. He loses the resistance to acid, but he kind of gained that back anyway because of the fire subclass. Um, and the other thing is the forceful presence, which I don't think he would recognize right now. No. Uh, but yeah, so you are able to find yourself a good meditative spot for this. Okay. Yeah. And so he's just gonna just like take a moment to breathe. Uh figure out what the fuck went on. Uh yeah. Okay. Sounds good. RJ, you had your hand raised? Uh no, it's fine now. Uh but I think Calum tries to sleep, finds that he can't, so he spends the night stargazing. Okay. Gwen is going to not sleep also, uh, but mostly because she is momming Calum and making sure that he's okay. Corey's having some alone time, which is to say she is uh, trancing and also trying to contact Elastri. Make a religion check. Natural 20. Okay. 
It's twenty four. What do you what do you say or do when you reach out or is it just focusing? Um, it's mostly focusing. Um she has said stuff in the past, uh, but now it's more just kind of um putting out feelers. She she knows what it feels like when she has contacted Elstray and she's looking for that feeling. Okay. Um, you do find purchase in your putting out of your feelers, and there is a mixture of sorrow and pity that you seem to receive back. Uh, her, her eyes fly open. Um, and she says, what is it? What did I do? Why did you leave me? I I've done nothing but my best. And you're gone. Every night, your light grows dimmer. I've done nothing wrong. I've done nothing wrong. And as you say this, you don't hear any response back for what seems like a while but instead what you feel is what you had thought was the weight of your decisions on your shoulders seems to lift and just seems to trail off to one side and it feels almost like a reassuring hand that was at your back has removed itself. Um, there is a look of remorse on her face. Um, and I, I imagine she's somewhere inside the ruined library temple. Um, and she will turn around and break something, just like upend a table or like throw a chair against a wall and just leave find someplace else to be she's got some energy that she needs to work off okay uh calum you and gwen uh or rather calum you were trying to take a a meditate to yourself or at least be calm and collected and Gwen is joining you uh for this stint overnight. Uh is there anything I'll play my flute. Okay. And Caleb, is there anything that you would like to do during this time? The library doors are close by. Yeah. He will stand up and walk over to them. And he's going to fish out the keystone and fingers and unlock the door. Okay. 
And as you unlock the door and push the doors open, instead of that oppressive emptiness, it is just an empty storeroom. Covered in dust and cobwebs, this seems like a regular room. It's just a very fancy door. Music stops. Gwen's at your side. Ah. I figure that Selene wouldn't want all this knowledge to be locked away. It should be sh uh, shared. All right, how do you want to share it? Leave it open, I guess. It's Maybe another band of adventurers are going to roll through here and take some of the books, but it's knowledge we can get back. Okay. Is there a way to remove the keystone from the door without locking it? There is not. I wonder if I'm doing the right thing. In general or in this moment? In general. Well, you're a pretty good person, so I would say yes. <sighs> well, Time will tell. Caleb? Yeah? I'm sorry that we didn't know you were gone. I mean, from the stories that you guys are giving me, they put up a pretty decent double. But we should have known. I mean... You spent so much time there, and we were, we didn't even, if we had known, we could have been there so much faster, and then you wouldn't have, like, been messed with. What's done is done, Gwen. If we keep on trying to lament about the past, I think it might well, drown us. I am what I am now, and that's just something we'll have to deal with. Do you want your soul back? I mean, that's a pretty integral part of who I am, so yeah. Plus, if my reading of liches in general are anything to go on, if I like die die and my soul isn't anywhere near me i can't be resuscitated oh shit so do you know how to get your soul back do you know where they had it they put it in a little doll back at the fort right so once we get there i might want to spend a little bit of time looking you know i was really angry like 
when we found out, like, I had a lot of rage that I was just kind of like keeping in until we got there when I was just so ready to kill someone, especially that asshole that calls himself a father. Like a priest, not my actual, like, biological father. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, like, once we got you, I kind of, like, I was just worried about you after that. I wasn't really, like, out for revenge anymore. That's kind of new for me. Kim will take a knee next to Gwen and hug her. Well, I'm glad you guys came for me. Of course. Just don't wander off again, and she, like, hugs him really close. I make no promises. She pinches his ear. Ow. Okay. So, uh, is there anything else that anyone would like to do for the evening? Yes. I would like to take my adamantine coin and uh, ask for Newell. Okay. Uh, after about, I want to say a minute or so, there is the reassuring sound of hellish flames appearing from the shadows. And coming out to meet you is your old companion, Newell. They seem to be, like, standing a little bit straighter. They're in a good mood. Uh, Arjun's gonna look at them, like, like, raise an eyebrow for a little bit. Uh, what did we miss? Your grace. And they will nod towards you. From missing on this place i would say your adversary the bronze baron has become a little bit more animositous towards anyone who would dare rise up against them you came into contact with aquatic denizens that sought to invade his capital he is making sure that they are stomped out. Seems his time spent away while the Keshin took over has made him a little grumpy. And as Newell says that, they just have a little smile on their face, thinking of Arathsk being a big grump after his return. We have finally sold the potion. Uh, and Ewell is talking about the potion of restoration. Yes. Uh, vitality, yeah. Yes. So you have finally sold the potion of vitality. Uh, you will be gaining 5,000 gold pieces. Because I believe that's how much it is, or was it? I thought it was uh, 20. I think it's significantly okay. higher than that. If it is 20, because I was thinking of tiered magic items. If it's the blue one, then it is 20. If it was green, it would be five. So. That potion's purple. Oh, 
Yes, so 20 is definitely the number. Let me look at Santa Thars! <laughs> um, <laughs> so whenever I was asking the question, I was... Uh, what? Whenever I was asking the question, I was more interested in uh, anything that he would need to say about... Anything that they would need to say about uh, Kendek or Kara. There doesn't seem to be any... Anything extra to report, Kendek? Uh, Newell will let you know that they have made themselves uh, helpful within the town of Galay, helping out a, a local blacksmith. Uh, it seems their strength and affinity for fire has proven useful to the locals. Kara has not worried about you. She believes in you. And therefore, does not see fit to even second guess that you would die along this mission. Newell also lets you know that your campaigning has finally proven useful. They put out feelers for a hiring process for Tyrant Security, and time has gone on long enough that now there are actual employees, people that are willing to join seems that your efforts on the Isle of Arask have not gone unnoticed. Didn't that say? Uh, great. Okay. There's nothing else. I mean, I just figured out that we've gone for three months. And Yule looks around. That would explain the heat, my liege. Passage along the material plane is interesting. Have you been to the astral plane? They shake their head no. What is it like? Oh, Weird. Uh, lots of uh, lots of things that don't make a lot of sense. Hmm. Lots of red dragons. Hmm. There is no need for me to ever go there. Perhaps one of my cousins would, but. I would refrain. I appreciate you keeping an eye on things. Thank you, Neil. Of course, my liege. It would appear as though I am skilled at project management. Is not something I thought I would ever be good at. But you have given me the chance. Arjun's just going to like smile and not know how to take that. <laughs> and Newell will ask, is there anything else that you would need from me, my leash? You can't get in contact with Kendak, can you? I haven't given him a coin. And Newell thinks about this. And if you haven't given Kendak a coin, they will say... 
I would not be able to use our privatized channels, but there are other ways that I could get in contact with them. If you could let him know that we're coming. Of course. That we didn't mean to be gone this long. And Newell will nod. Of course, my leash. Thank you, Neil. And with that, they will bow and then step back into the shadows. They will go and tell Kendak that you guys are sorry you're so late. I worry about the boy. All right. So your night passes uh, without any other kind of commotion. I would say, um, Arjan, as you are coming to rest, you remember that, uh, you had picked up a series of books, uh, from the remains of Father Linar while within the library of Shar. Would you like to look at the spines of these books or are you just going to pass on these? Did I? Yep, you picked up his bag. Oh. Sure. Okay. So inside of his satchel, you find nine books that had been grabbed. And the books are, uh, and I'll send you the list of these as well. Gardening in Clay by Milton. A collection of geology papers by Owl Stevenson. The World's Words by Bromley Cagliostro. Uh, it's a hard name. Star Rituals and Astrology. There is no author attributed to this one. Shadow Dancer by Torga Mask. The Illustrian Discourse by Lucina Pace. A Tale of Light. Author unknown. A Merchant's Guide to Free Trade by O. Threadtwister. And Dieter uh -uh. Whitehall, author unknown. Red uh, Twister, you say? Yes, a merchant's guide to free trade. I'm going to, uh, I mean, I'm going to give them all to Caleb, but. Okay. Yeah. Do I recognize these books? Yes, these were the books that Father Linar had had you pull. Uh, while the two of you were in the library of Shar. And... Do these mean anything? Are they particularly dangerous? The only one that means something to you, Calum, is the last book, entitled Dieter Whitehall, Author Unknown. When you had been beside yourself during the interactions with Discovery. That was a name that you had heard actually used towards Father Linar. Was Mr. Whitehall. Whitehall was what <clears throat> Discovery had addressed Father Linar as. Maybe correlation? want any of these like what do you think we should do with them 
I guess I'll read them, see what's inside. If there's anything dangerous, then we burn them. Though I loathe to say it. Okay. Uh, and Arjun will hand over the books. Blah. Okay. Sounds good. So, you are all able to rest, recuperate, you regain spell slots, HP, all of that good jazz as you find yourself waking up on the 13th of Petrus. What a good day in the late summer. Do I feel the heat? Not particularly. Do you want to feel the heat with somebody? Oh, I'm going to pull up my hood and start drawing a spell circle on the ground. Okay. And I believe a spell circle will consume 50 gold pieces worth of fine material. Um, if you just want to remove that as just regular gold rather than having to spend money on that kind of paper and stuff and keep track of that, that's totally fine as well. And It's going to be a teleportation circle to the fort okay what fort the fort, fort Calitthorn in the north where you guys had yeah. initially teleported from should we not have eaten breakfast should we wait 30 minutes It's not like getting into a pool, but if you do feel some nausea and slight discomfort, that is some of the side effects of um, teleportation and planar travel. All right, Sal, let's do it. Think of it as a really quick hangover. Got Corey for that. All right, let's go. All right, and as you all gather in this teleportation circle, it takes roughly 10 minutes for Kalem to... I believe it's 10 minutes, correct, for a teleportation circle? Mm, let me... I, I think it is 10 minutes, yeah. Teleportation circle... Casting time is one minute. Oh, one. That's even better. So it takes Kalem a minute to actually formulate this circle, and if you are all ready to step on it, then portal away we shall. Right, so it is still early in the morning when you arrive. Thankfully, there is none of this time delay lapse bullshit that occurs between traveling with planes. It is, judging by where the oppressive day star known as the sun still rests in the sky, you are assuming that this is, again, just the same instance that you had initially left. But, Calum, what does it look like when you use teleportation circle? Uh, the runes light up in a very warm blue glow and it's kind of like the beam me up Scotty effect where they put like glitter inside of a jar and stir it up okay I dig it and as you guys are getting unstirred from this jar of glitter you find yourselves in the empty ruined lab that was discoveries this is the same place Calum, where you had initially teleported away from and 
the rest of your group remembers leaving the group known as off constantly to then pursue Kalem through a portal that was made here at this very place. And looking around, you can see that a lot of the a lot of the area has been overturned. It looks like there doesn't seem to be there aren't any books that are lying around anymore. There aren't any ASMR guards around that seem to be on patrol. This place seems empty and like it has gone through a siege of sorts. There are burn marks on the walls that you're guessing were from magics that Prescott tried to throw that didn't land on their intended targets. And what you end up finding rather than a mountain of books is instead a pile of ash. It seems like most anything that was here that could be burned that they could find was added to a pile. They probably took all the research material and burnt it. Wait, who? Off constantly? Either them or the... Would I be aware of Gibbon? Uh, I would say you'd be aware of Gibbon. Either that or the Asmar assistant who was with Discovery. Didn't want any of their research getting out. Did we forget Al? No. No, we didn't. Al, Al we only didn't... said goodbye to Arjan. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's what Arjan says. We didn't bring him with us, though. Where did he go? Did did he just like go sleep in the woods and then we just forgot him? Oh my god, he's like he's like a puppy. Uh, he left of his own accord. He left. Yes. He didn't say goodbye. Did he not tell the rest of you goodbye? Did he tell you goodbye? Yes. Fucker. You sleep with a guy once and he doesn't even care to say goodbye to you. It's fine. What? <laughs> no, he didn't say goodbye to me either, Gwen. Alright, alright. I feel a little better then. Well, I hope he's not dead. So, we need to find... Wait, if they had burned your little duder... Would your soul have just been released? Oh no, what? they were burning something. Huh? What? When we, when we came in, they were burning something. It was a... It was uh, like a, a doll? <laughs> Calum starts frantically looking around the lab. But wait, if they burned it, wouldn't, your, wouldn't it really it'd be destroyed? Or it's like a magical thing and it can't be destroyed. Right? Make an investigation check. You can't destroy a soul. That's not how they work, guys. Oh, you could totally destroy a soul, utterly and completely. Uh, 19. 19? Okay. Yeah. Anybody else researching, looking around for stuff? Researching is a strong word, but I'll look around for stuff. Minus one, five. 
is this investigation or perception? Investi uh, depends on how you want to look. Investigation would be like sifting through things. Perception would be checking to see if anything was out of place just on a cursory glance. I gotta investigate. I rolled a four. Okay. Thirteen? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Return to the place I last saw it. Sounds good. So, yeah, Corey, as you go to the place where you last saw uh, the marionette figure, as you look in this sconce, you see the charred remains of a wooden figurine. And now that you've actually gotten a closer look at it, this looks like Seb, Caleb's old puppet familiar. Oh no, Seb. Um, she's going to scoop it up and bring it to Calum. This isn't what we're looking for, is it? Take it. Kind of brush the soot away from the mask. Oh. He tried his best to follow me, you know. I wonder if... If I can get ten minutes. Uh, he will try and cast Find Familiar as a ritual. Okay. And as you do, there is a fluttering sound. And from the shadow or from the smoke that rises up in front of you, you see a familiar figure to the rest of the party but not to you, Calum, of Tcam, the second of these familiars. This would not be familiar to Calum because it was Simlac Calum that had Tcam mm -hmm. as their companion. Hello. What's up, little thing? Nephilim. And they will, like, give a small... They'll, like, look at Gwen's fist and then give mm -hmm. a very tentative just pop. Mm-hmm and then put it back under their robes, and they will look up towards you and say, found one, huh? This is nice to you're... finally see you again. You're not Seb. I am not. You may call me Tcam, huh? He'll pick her up, like on his palm. Um, do you know where Seb is? She looks around and then will motion towards the charred remains. Oh. Is he... Is he gone? Is he dead? And uh, Tikan will look up towards you and say, Are we truly alive? Ha <laughs> ha. Oh boy. Well, I I would say so. You have a will of your own. You can think for yourself, right? There's a pause. Yes. Haha. Uh -huh. Then I would think you're alive. Then he is certainly dead. Haha. Uh -huh. Alright, you know, he'll put Seb's body in his bag and put Decan on his shoulder. Oh. 
It has been a while since I have sat here. It is nice, haha. What do you mean it's been a while? Do you not remember? Turns to the rest of the party. Did other me summon this one? He can, yeah. Nod. Ah, okay. Um, I'll explain it to you later. Tikan nods. Oh, boy. Okay. And so, Corey, that was you searching around Calum as you are investigating around this place. It looks like this place has been looted through pretty extensively there doesn't actually seem to be much that's left but you remember that discovery and father linar had talked about making sure that you were in a safe place and you felt like when they had been mentioning that to you pre or mentioning that offhandedly to each other previously that it was in reference to a place here within the keep. There, there's a secret room somewhere in the keep that Father Lanire and Discovery had mentioned, said they would want to keep my body safe. Or me safe, sorry. If you guys are willing maybe we could spend a few hours looking for it always okay yeah as long as you don't wander okay so uh make a make another investigation check 15 okay so with a 15 um, I'll say if your party's helping you, roll with advantage. Oh, okay. Uh, 15. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so with a 15, it does take your group the majority of the early morning uh, to find this by the time that you guys actually are able to reach this secreted area. Uh, it is well into the early afternoon. And as you are looking around, it is, there is a moment, Calum, where you're having a difficulty trying to find this place. You were never really like paraded around this area or they never took the creature that they described as owl to say like, this is the place where your soul is kept. Don't forget it when you wake up. Like, there was, no, there was no ex machina on that end. However, there is a... It is, it is to be said that there would be a connection that you would feel with this thing. And I will say that it is that connection that eventually drives you to... It is a wall that is overgrown with foliage, just vines and roots that entirely cover the side of this wall. 
and as you get close you feel like it is the thing that which you seek is near and make an arcana check Twenty-three. With a twenty-three, you begin touching along the sides of this foliage-ridden wall until eventually you find a switch that is buried beneath. And as you press it, you can hear the sound of stones grinding. And along this wall, you see, the rest of you see as well, stones recede and then give way to what looks like a, what could be described as a doorway, but it doesn't lead anywhere. It is just a door frame with an, with an indentation into the wall. And resting inside of this is a clay pot. Calum, what you are aware of is that there are creatures that are able to go into adjacent planes, such as ethereal plane, the ethereal plane. The reason why this thing was kept behind this rooted wall is that creatures within the ethereal, pain, ethereal plane cannot go through living things. So to use a kind of wooded barrier is actually to prevent anything from then being able to sneak in in this fashion as you find this clay pot it is very simple in its design and as you get close calum you know that it is inside of this pot and as you look you see that there is just what looks like a discarded marionette of yourself just at the bottom of this urn kept in darkness. Can I make a perception check for any traps? Yes, you can. Uh, 13. 13, you see that there is an arcane symbol that is actually on the top of this door frame. And you feel like if you were to reach into this area without first addressing the glyph that is atop the ceiling, there might be some explosive consequences. I'll point that out to the group. So going in there might suck. You need me to tank it? Well, for one, it's an explosion, so the doll might also get destroyed. Oh. Would that be bad? I wouldn't want to lose my soul. Yeah, cool. Um, what if I spend one of my what if I send one of my uh warriors in there? I mean if I were to send a mage hand to grab the doll in would it trigger the rune? With a 13, you're not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure. I, maybe if any movement might trigger it. I cast a spell magic. I was going to say. Okay. okay. Simple enough. The glyph stops glowing. That magic <laughs> trap is disabled. 
whilst you guys are discussing this, Corey just kind of looks up at it. Um, like, kind of, like, literally she's, like, doing the that one gif where, like, math flies around through the air whilst she looks a bit confused. Uh, and then it's like she starts writing that math in the air, and then zoop. And Corey, you have never been very good or skilled at math. This math comes very easily to you. But yes. Now you could do that. Dispeeled. I learned it back in university. Then why haven't you been using it? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> huh. There's never been a time to do it. <laughs> Camel. Everything has a practical application. Uh, Cam will step in and gingerly take the doll out of the jar. Okay. And this doll, you know that it is more than just a marionette. It is more than just some puppet. This is... This harbors you. And if anything were to happen to this thing... You're not sure. GB, thank you so much for all them biddies! Oh, dang, son. Hold on. I got this. Yay! GP, you gave me the asexual koala. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I've been waiting for the asexual koala. Aww. It's so good. He's a pure koala. You're qualified. So... So. The rest of you have seen Corey dispel this glyph magic and Calum has retrieved this rather... It looks like Calum. Like, there was a lot of time and effort that went into the process of making this puppet look like your boy. I've seen this episode of Teen Titans. Look, guys, I can make it dance. Drops it in Mage Hand, some strings on it. Uh, I, I feel like that's inappropriate yeah, for the situation. collective, like, oh. Ah, uh, sorry. If you do make it dance on the ground, Tikan would get down and, like, give it a oh, little no. bow and try and dance with it. Please stop playing with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time and place, Caleb. Yo-yos it back into his hand. Um, I hate to do this and ask this of you, Arjan, but could you keep it in your bag of holding? Wait, can't we just, like, do something with it now and get your soul back in? Caleb, make an arcana check. <laughs> the maths appear above Caleb's head. <laughs> Ayy! Natural 20 for a 26. Cool. There is very little that you can do to fix this. No, this is irreparable. You would basically have to get to the point of wizardry where you could alter the fabrics of reality on a whim. Are you saying we have to get a wish spell? Or true polymorph. Or the soul? To return the soul to the boy's body. To get up to that level to cast. Those. Yeah. Maybe if I... Uh... 
he'll hand the doll over to Arjan and speculate. I'd have to be much more powerful than I am now to try and fix it. I could try and experiment. Oh yeah, that worked out well for let's, you. Yeah. Let's stay away from that somehow. Hold, hold off on them for a while yet. Uh, I, I mean, if if Saloon's library is linked to the Astral Sea and I can change things there on a whim, maybe I could try and replant my soul into my body, but hey, if that gets fudged over, then I might lose my soul to the Astral Sea, and that'll be some time. Um, what about Arask? He's really powerful, right? I don't think he dabbles in necromancy, though. I don't know what the I, what, he's just really powerful. I don't know what the the ranking system is when it comes to magic people. A shrug. Oh. Would my father be able to help at all? Is your father a necromancer? No, but he dabbles in a lot of things. I think if anything, you he was really into puppetry. I think if anything, your dad might shove my soul into another puppet and make it autonomous. Ooh. It would be a very cute puppet, though. Sorry. Tcan nods furiously. <laughs> Five days to Glay. Two. Two days to Glay. That's where the... Alright, so we got the thing, which we still haven't... Gwen opens up a book and she's like, alright, so we got the soul back. We're gonna go check on the uh, the big old star guy. Big black dude near the runes. The giant? Yeah. Alright, so she checks off something and she's like, alright, well, we're gonna do that. Uh... Stop taking bookkeeping. We have a lot of shit we're dealing with, okay? Oh my god! Out of all of this, I I would have expected it from Kayla, maybe Arjan, but you? I am offended. I am hurt. And by the way, someone needs to do it because y'all motherfuckers aren't so like. Corey, Arjan, how long have I really been gone? I don't know. You must have died. And we're all just figments of your imagination. Please do not. Why would you say that? Existential crisis on anyone. <sighs> I'm just that saying. That is the Caleb show. <laughs> hey, at least he knows he's alive. Uh, now I don't exist. So we for now we gotta check on the dragon dude, check on Philip, check on off constantly. And then the manor of the moon, the, the hag lady. That's way back down that way. Yeah. Do you, you now have a teleportation circle there, though? My teleportation circles are linked here to the Temple of Saloon and Olivia's ship. Okay. Can you go to and from those? At I mean, it, it takes a lot. Okay. 
I only have two fifth level spell slots. I see. Looks at Arjan. For the record, I did well, you just change. use my third level over there. That looked easy, but it really wasn't. Oh, speaking of, he'll put a finger up to his lips and try and contact Liviet. Um, Caleb, before you are able to make this sending, you actually receive one. Oh, oh. shit. Contacting on behalf of Tyrant Security. Please respond. Hello, this is Calum. Arjan, you receive a message. You receive a sending. Your boy is alive. <laughs> It took some time, but he finally responded. Do you need me to track him down? <laughs> You've been sitting on that for so long. That's amazing. Well, I definitely remember who this is, but for the audience members who may have forgotten... <laughs> You guys had given Caleb's spell book to Myra Lauren while on a Rask for him to then get into contact with a wizard who could cast sending to then get into contact with Caleb so you could find out where he was if possible and see if your boy was alive. Back when we were in logistics hell trying to find Caleb. No, I think I can take it from here. Good job. Okay. Calum, you have no idea who that individual was. You've never heard that voice before. I, well, I got a sending from... Yep. What? Hearing voices? Yeah, they were like... Hello, on behalf of Tyrant Security, please respond, and then I got nothing back. Do we have a secretary now? Well, I... I have a major domo, but... That, that was the... That was the wizard that Maya Lauren found. The one that we had specifically asked to try and get in contact with Caleb. Oh. Apparently they never stopped. Oh. Ooh, we should give them a little... We'll give them a treat when we go back. We've already paid them, right? Yes. <laughs> That's an open-ended question. Alright, well, I have a series of sendings I need to do, but we can do it on the road. Okay. Okay. Is one of them for um, for Philip and what he's doing down south? I mean, I was going to contact Oliver and ask him to get the book back and then talk to Olivia to see where she was and see if she can pick the book up from Does Oliver. Say hi. You said hi to her yesterday. Okay. But make sure if she I can knows fit it in 25 words. <sighs> and then at any point, I can teleport to her ship and get my book back. The spell circle that you would need is in your journal, which she would have. 
I'll ask her to describe it to me in 25 words or less. <laughs> There's a little squiggly circle, one with a one with a little horn on the top, and one with a. <laughs> that's all you get. A triangle, but one of the corners is gone. All right, so. Is it possible to send mental images to people with a sender? Not with sending. Uh, so, you guys have no mounts, and you were a two days ride from Galay, so it'll take a little bit longer to start heading back. But do you guys just begin hoofing it? Yeah. I mean, that's that's all we've got. Okay. And as you are on your way, Calum, you are going to be making these sendings? I'm going to be making these arrangements. Okay. So who's the first one that you cast a sending to? Oliver. Okay. Uh, Oliver, it's Calum. Please, uh, party has found me. Please get my book back. So glad you're alive. I'll tell my friend to stop. <laughs> Where should I send the book? Do I just deposit? We'll have we'll try to get Olivia to pick it up. If not, just deposit it. Do I know that the, the bag is linked to our account on the vault or no? Nope. Not this, Calum. Not this, Calum. Someone please inform me. <laughs> well, you can't ask, what does deposit mean? Yeah. So, um, Myro just said he could deposit the book? Oh, yeah, we have a bank account that is it linked to my bank of holding now? Yes. We we have a bank account that's linked to the bank of holding. It's very convenient, and we haven't oh, gotten any use out of it. But if you I want will. him, yes, yes, I'll blow my last third level spell of the day. Please deposit it. Um, we'll retrieve it from our bag of holding. Thank you so much. You're doing a good job. Really? Please, please validate all of my employees. Thank you. That's really nice of you to say. I'll make sure that it gets in the deposit slot later this evening. Seriously, I... <laughs> <laughs> was that Olivia? Did you tell her that I loved her? No, it was Oliver, but I could tell him you love him. Okay, but I don't love him be alive okay i like him cory says she likes <laughs> cory says she likes you okay so all right so myro has been contacted and said that he will put your uh he will put your spell book into the deposit slot later this eve Good. Well, all that's squared away. Okay. Are you done? Yeah. Uh, okay. You're not going to contact anyone else? I mean, I don't 
really need to. Do you need someone contacted? <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I th wouldn't it be good to check in on like some of our employees? Yes, like you know, since we've been gone for months. Like Philip. Do you mm. want me to check in on Ruddick? I don't even remember who that is. Oh my gods. He was the guy he, who was with Kalem whenever they disappeared. He doesn't even know about Kalem. I don't oh 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 okay. Um Got a big yes. firearm. <laughs> the human dude, right? Human? Human, yes. Yeah. I just picture Greybeard, honestly. <laughs> That's the only image I have in my head. <laughs> Which is hilarious because Greybeard is actually in the game. Yes, yes. Uh yeah, he's way less of a dick. Um so uh no, well, I mean I was just, you know, we should find out what's happening in Shroudport. So yeah, Philip, if yeah, I mean if we unless we have what? someone else there. What's happening in Shroudport? They banned magic. I know that. Oh. Oh fuck! Wait. Uh, the the, the award-winning arborist. Yeah. Um. Stan Fazeno. Stan Fazeno, the award-winning arborist. <laughs> Something's yes. going on with him, right? He was turning into a tree. Uh, something like that. There's plant issues going on. Yeah, we should probably Did check out. Did you take that. care of that? No. I had asked Philip to take care of it. Ooh. Then he he said he that might. he couldn't do it. Did he oh. take care of it? Philip's not here right now, mother. <laughs> no, I also put a very significant bounty for whoever actually took care of that. I don't know if that's been actually collected or not. Yeah, we should we should check in on that. Sure. Um Should I contact Philip or Fang then? Philip. Okay. Fourth level spell slot. <laughs> hey, Hinder, remember when you said, hey, should I prepare for any sendings? Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Then you sent it to everyone you didn't tell me you were prepping for. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, hey, one of those was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I prepared for that one, though. <laughs> Philip, it's Calum. Just checking in. How are you doing? Did you have a rough time with the plant? Your sending fires off. Uh-oh. But it doesn't connect anywhere. Uh-oh. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> no, this isn't a this isn't a you have reached the dead end line. This is just gone. My sending didn't connect. Oh no. Oh, he's dead. Well, Why is not... the... wait, what? What does that mean? Well, it could it could possibly mean he's dead, but is also he dead? No, I don't know. He could also be in another plane. Sending kind of is weird in oh, planner. It doesn't work if you're not on the same plane. Oh my god. There's a chance. We were gone for three months and now he's dead. Oh my god. What if he's in the Feywild? I could send out the Oh my factory. god, that's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen, you think about the horrors of Philip in, quote-unquote, the pink place. I don't want to think about it. Uh, I could make sure. Um... God, we're just talking to all the NPCs today. 
I need these spell slots in case we're in combat. This is during the two days of walking across a desert. This is still the first day of you guys walking. I'll, if anything, I'll, I'll reach some feelers out tomorrow when I'm not worried about spells. He'll, he's probably fine, Gwen. But we don't know. We should have just taken him with us. Gwen gets quiet. Weirdly quiet. He's a lot tougher than you give him credit for. I'm Gwen, sure he's all right. quiet. Are you okay? Fine. Yeah, just let's, let's keep going. Okay. Corey indoor. raises her eyebrows at Arjun like, what the fuck? Do I feel a pull? specifically towards a giant mass of star darkness in the shape of a giant. What? It's still daytime out. It's uh, getting darker. What, what about the, the giant that's roaming the plains? Does he only appear at night? Yep. Okay. Otherwise, he would have been standing outside of the ruins looking down at all of you as you were exploring. <laughs> Hello. That's <laughs> great. TPK. Oh god, you know like in um, Shadow of the Colossus, where like you wake up in the temple and all those shadows are standing over you? Just do So, as it reaches nightfall, as your group has been traveling for quite some time, Kalem, you look up in the sky and there is an absence of the Contemplator's constellation. And it is much more apparent here in the north where it is much more arid. There are significantly less clouds that kind of could possibly obscure this thing. And as your group is getting ready for rest this eve, Calum, you are able to receive your spell book back through the deposit. Uh, you also all gain the money from said potion that finally sold. That's just 20,000? Thumbs up. It was an I'm ex- sorry, did you just say we got 20,000 gold? Yes. Mm-hmm. We sold potion, potion of vitality. Yeah. Yeah, you no, guys. Have, I, I know that. You have been sitting on that potion since the first time you went to Aratsk. I had two arms back then. That's <laughs> how so we relate everything. I was alive back then. How much money do we get, Arjun? Uh, I just suck it all in the bag of holding. Because that was my money. And my potion that my business sold. Uh, I do have an additional 35 gold pieces and 27 silver pieces that I had separately for somebody. But I forgot who it was. You have a spreadsheet? I have a note section. D&D Beyond but I failed to utilize it to its full potential. <laughs> that sounds fine. Just put it in the bank. If we need it, we need it. And as you are all getting ready for camp, you feel the ground shake 
in an almost rhythmic manner. But that's not the most concerning thing. Hey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> There's that's a storm the coming! <laughs> <laughs> and in the distance, you hear a ancient groaning sound that seems to fill the night sky and it is close and it is coming and that is when we are going to go into our break for the evening so i would like to say thank you to everybody who's decided to stick with us so far we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes so don't go no place unless it is to grab a food grab a drink grab a friend or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com pick yourself up something nice and we'll see you guys shortly all right everybody see you soon and we're back oh so i was i was actually thinking uh things are kind of weird right now and i was uh, coming up with this other character concept who is just like a little bit more sin so i uh like i was telling y'all i just think that we should maybe you know try and do find a little bit of sin so if everybody can just like Get ready to, to breathe. So we're going to inhale. One, two, three, four. And exhale. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And inhale. Oh, God. Two, I, I need to breathe sooner than that. Oh. <laughs> I like that. That's a good I thought way it was gonna going to be four, but eight? Oh. <laughs> Oof. Yes. So if you let out your breath longer and slower than you inhale, you concentrate on it a lot more. I should have fled with that. <laughs> I like this. Can that ha can that be our post-break thing? Some breathing exercises? That was neat. No, that's only for today's. Damn it! Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, everybody, follow We're me. Go back to loud noises and interrupting <laughs> Steven. So. Speaking of interrupting sounds as well as deep breathing, a lot of you have heard this unearthly call echoing through the night coming in the direction of the fortress that you have just left. You feel that the ground is beginning to shake beneath you. What would you all like to do? Do we see the creature or force or other thing that is uh causing us to be so afeard well first off thank you for following level three dad that's really nice of you i like your happy name. father's day <laughs> happy father's thanks daddy day. wait no <laughs> why can back. i take back that ding <laughs> <laughs> so uh i would say Looking in the direction of the fortress, you see a figure of frightening proportions. Gwen and Calum, the two of you have come into contact with a giant before. This is a creature that stands a similar height, but its legs look wrong its arms seem to hang in front of it and swing almost like two parallel pendulums just sort of moving and as it looks towards you you can see that 
<laughs> it would have Lady doesn't like it. No. Uh, that makes sense. And as you can see this creature, you can see why the Goliaths would have called this a shadow giant, for its proportions are indeed giant. But its face also looks wrong. Its lower jaw is protruded out more so than the front side of its face actually comes out, and it seems to almost have a slight underbite to it. Like, if it were to open up its mouth, it would just create this strange, vacuous maw. But it has almost bovine-like features to it, with a set of eyes underneath and a set of eyes above and these curled wicked horns. Calum, make a history check. RJ might know what this is. Wings might have an idea. Dirty 20. Calum, in the strangest way, you are familiar with this thing. When you were inside of Seoul, Mm -hmm. the fey tree within green reach you had a glimpse at a life unlived and during that time you had found a book a book whose cover shared the same features as this creature and through a means of a summoning you remember seeing this creature in that space but here it stands before you in its full size and with its four eyes it seems to just look and gaze in all of your directions but it seems to turn and then focuses in on Arshan oh the good news is this isn't brother Groon and it looks like this. Uh, some gun I knew it Spooky. He had lanky I, boy. I have the memory sense. of this creature. <laughs> I have I have so many conniptions about this creature. I, have uh, I know my dog. Divine like sense. It. Divine sense. Yes. Okay. This thing, when you use divine sense, it usually comes in smells or auras, and you receive a tidal wave of the smell of undeath emanating from this creature. You said undead. a tidal wave of undeath? Yes. Okay. Um, I think Co like Cory's hair is like flames as it is. I think her hair literally blows back and flickers uh, as it just kind of washes over her. She's going to activate her animated shield. Okay. And, and you see stand ready. As this creature gets near you, its feet seem to pick up off the ground just barely, and it begins levitating towards you. I'd like everybody to roll initiative. Fifteen. Okay. Hell yeah. Seventeen. Ten. I get advantage on these things. <laughs> Caleb, you said that you got a 14? 17. 17, okay. Caleb. Hey. 
it is yours at the start. And you see this creature of the beyond making its way across the plains towards your group. At this point, it is, I would say, 80 feet away. Ooh, I got some prep time then. Um... Uh, where are we exactly? Are there any objects around? You are trees, just rocks? in the plains. There are rocks, but they are small. There um, are really no trees other than almost like a savanna-style tree. There will be a few here and there, but there's really none plentiful. He's going to... cover his mouth with his hand and cast animate object and ten feathers will shoot out of his back on red strings and float around him in a circle okay i'm animating my feathers to be these objects he's going to try and put some distance between this creature and himself and move 30 feet back Okay. Next up is this creature. And it floats forward 40 feet towards your group, making itself 40 feet away from where you are. And it, with one of its almost limp arms, raises a forearm and extends a finger out towards you, Arjan. And I need you to make a wisdom save. You're within 10 feet of me. Does that help a natural one? Yes, it does, because I have bountiful luck. You get oh, to reroll. Oh, shit! Friendship! <laughs> Friendship is magic! <laughs> She sees Arjan just like stand there and she goes, Look out! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does what does your aura give me? Plus three. Three. Twenty-two. Okay. A twenty-two is a success, and you are now immune to this creature's abilities for the next twenty-four hours. Or at least the finger of doom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're welcome. And that is all that it can do on its turn. So again, it is now 40 feet away from where you all are. Next up in the initiative order, Arjan. How far is this thing? It is 40 feet away from you. And it seems to be hovering a little bit off the ground. Do, do I have any idea what this creature is? Make an arcana check. 10. 11, sorry. You have absolutely no idea what this creature is. Right, I'll take Aspect of the Dragon. Uh, Acid. Okay. Sounds good. And uh, for my bonus action, I would like to use some spell, some slots to, to cast Hunter's Mark. I did. Yay! It be marked. 
That's it. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll move uh, a little bit up. Okay. And back. Sounds good. So you are up and back away from this creature. Next up is Gwen. Um, I'm not remembering. I got bracers of defense from what? Uh, you had actually gotten those from Crow. Oh. Yep. You found a dude, killed him, and took his shit. Crow's still alive. Yep. Emil's not. The crow is. The one time I was like, I can use Thunderstep. <laughs> I'm not fucking wearing the gauntlets. <laughs> Solid. Uh, Gwen is going to move uh, 30 feet, 35 feet forward. Uh, Bonus action, tiny rage, please. Okay. And I am going. How big is this thing? It is huge. Huge size. Okay. It is like you've seen taverns that are smaller than this creature is tall. It is, I would say, about thirty feet tall. It is massive. Cool. I'm gonna throw the sunforger at its face. Okay. Okay, it needs to make a deck save, please. Sure, sure. Roll. Ooh, that's satisfying. It got a nine. Cool, it takes 15 fire damage. Okay. Uh, and Gwen pulls out the Ron Axe and... Uh... As this fire damage seems to lap over it, it looks unfazed, like this burst of damage was not nearly the number that you were look that you were thinking it was. Can I actually? I mean, like realistically, can I actually tell that? Because like, I'm not that I can do it again. But like, he's a dark creature that is really high up, and I did fire to it. So yeah, yeah. So I would have cinched him. Gwen's convinced it's great. Okay. I understand that I can't do that again. Cool, and everyone else knows. That's my turn. Okay. Sounds good. Next up, Corey. Uh, I'm going to need him to make a wisdom save. Okay. Sounds good. So. That's a natural one. Oh. Okay. Um, Corey um, points a sword at it. Um, and she, I think she fires like a, a little moat of light out of the tip of it, uh, and it just kind of um, connects to his forehead in between all those four eyes, uh, and she has cast Compelled Duel on him uh, okay. as a bonus action, and then she's going to run forward and attack. Okay. First attack. Ooh, 25. Okay. A 25 most certainly hits. All right. I'm going to put a smite on this of, I'm going to say third, no, second level. Second level smite on this. Um, so here comes damage. Frankie is upset because I am talking. And not to him. 11 slashing damage. And then... 
for a couple spells that we need. We do for a second level spell, sorry. How much slashing damage? Sorry, you said 13? Uh, 11. Okay. Uh, 6, 9, and 11 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, and second attack is going to be a natural 20. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. The, the dice on D&D Beyond are really nice to me. <laughs> I gotta say. Uh, well, shit. Um, I feel compelled to do this. Uh, third level sp uh, smite. Because why not? <coughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. Ah, word fan girl. Thank you for the raid. Ah. Uh, that's going to be 10, 19 slashing damage. And then here comes uh, 8, 16, um, 23, 25, uh, 31, and then I gotta roll a second time. Uh, hold Corey, it's button. Corey! 36, <gasps> uh, 37, 38. 45, 47, 48 radiant damage. Okay. Corey, it's Corey. It's what? On my what? screen. It's oh, it's Corey. Oh, hi, Corey. <laughs> Sorry. Hi. Oh, no. It's Corey the cat. She's so small. She always comes when she's right, called. She's boy. a cuddle bug. She just needs a little bit of attention. Yeah. All right. As, like somebody else I know. <clears throat> Can't hear. Right. Can't hear. Damn it. Okay, so Corey, you have attacked twice, got your smite on, and this creature has taken a significant amount of damage from you, and you have cast mm -hmm. a compelled duel on it. So. Yep. <laughs> that seems pretty rad. Uh, it is then going to just look down towards you, and you see that this figure just looms above you and actually creates this almost inquisitive stance. Its head kind of tilts a little bit, and its mouth opens, and it doesn't make any kind of language it just seems to create this utteral gutterance that seems to flow out of it and as it does it again motions a finger towards you i need you to make a wisdom save all right not today 26 okay sounds good so you are immune to the finger of doom that's good and then it is going to reach up with its hand after it has tried to use the Finger of Doom once again to no avail. And it is then going to strike down towards you, Corey. At disadvantage. At disadvantage. We got the wombo combo going. It has disadvantage on attacking anyone. That's good. It got a 21 to hit. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> man. That's exactly what he needs to hit. <laughs> All right, sweet deal. So that is going to be. Oh, meets beats. 
<laughs> Minus two, sorry. Lol. So... 26 points of necrotic damage. And then I need you to make a constitution save. Okay. Con save... Uh, eight. Okay. Your hit point maximum is reduced by the amount equal to the necrotic damage that was taken. Fuck. Sir? You gain this back on a long rest, but for the remainder of the fight, your hit point max has gone down by 26. <laughs> Alright, cool. <laughs> Sir? Um, he, like, slams his hand down on her, uh, and she's, like, uh, he, it comes back up, and she's, like, on one knee, uh, and she pushes herself back up and says, so that's what that feels like. And they are going to take a step over you as they continue their path. They aren't breaking the... Uh, they aren't going to be taking... It. You won't be able to get an attack of opportunity. But now, Gwen, you are... Because you had stayed in the back uh, to throw the Sunforger and then you hadn't run up to like... A, aggress upon no, it. No, I ran, I ran up to okay, it. Okay, so it is the two I of you. I moved 35 feet. Okay, yeah. so it is still going to go forward 10 feet. So, Calum, sure. I believe you are within 30 feet of this creature as well? I booted back 30 feet. Okay, booted back 30. Got it. Um, Arjan, did you boot back 30 or 10? When you had flown up and back. Yeah. Okay, so you were within 10? From your initial starting spot? May maybe. I <laughs> let's just say no. I, it'll I, be easy. I wanted to scooch back uh whenever we initially started. Okay. Yeah, sounds good then. So thirty feet back from there, that might have been seventy feet. Okay. Yeah, so uh this creature just takes a step over Corey, so it is now between Corey and Gwen. So I skipped Calum because Corey went and then I did the creature so Calum oh hello hello uh, he drops to a knee and pulls his hand back uh, for a sixth level guiding bolt okay does a 21 hit a 21 does cool I have a lot of things to ask you anyway 33 radiant okay <clears throat> And he's going to use a bonus action. I thought Guiding command. Volt was electric. Oh, sorry, yeah, electric. Sorry. Yeah. You're right, you're right. I haven't played the boy in a while. That's all right. It's lightning damage. So <sighs> as that lightning damage hits, you see it get absorbed by its center of mass and then just sort of disperse over it. It doesn't look like it's actually taking the full brunt of your electric damage. <clears throat> cool. Okay, bonus action. He's going to command all ten quills to attack. Okay. Does a 25 hit? 25 does. So those would hit. Does an 18 hit? 18 does. Does a 14 hit? A 14 does not. Okay, so minus 5 off of this total. Uh, the rest of these will hit, so he's going to be taking 59 slashing damage. Okay. Does not seem like it does the full amount. 59? Jesus. Yes. Ugh! 
And then he will pull the quills back. Okay. But hey, Arjun gets bonus. Our uh, next person gets advantage to attack. Um. So the quills count as creatures, right? Yes. Okay. They're constructs. Uh. It'll use a reaction to attack one. Does not like these things. That is a natural twenty. How much health do they have? One has twenty. So if we were to talk about this as a swarm, 200. Okay. Sounds good. So... It is going to take... Well, no, it's an individual creature, so each one has 20 again. Oh, it dies. Hmm. Yeah. So I have nine now. Okay. Only nine feathers. But that was it for... Calum, and then the creature went attacked Corey. So then next up is Arjan. I would like to take uh, some shots. Okay. But I don't that have any drinks nearby. That's 25 hit. 25 does hit. Alright. It's gonna be better if I just roll these dice and not use the butt. Again. Uh, does it have resistance of force or acid? Um, what would give you this knowledge? Uh, or just as a general thing? So, so I just need to tell you. I'm just trying to tell you the damage. Okay. Uh, resistance to acid, not to force. Okay. Uh, so. So I do need to roll those separately. Okay. Um, reduced two points of acid. Um, eight, six, and four is 18 points of force damage. Okay. Uh, second attack. That's 13 hit. 13 does not hit. Third attack. That's 17 hit. 17 does hit. Okay, 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 okay. B10, B6, this is force. 10 points of force damage. Okay. Uh, two more points of acid damage. Sounds good. That's, uh, that was my action. My bonus action. I would like to scream out, Cora, are you okay? I'm going to be. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Sounds good. So then next up is Gwen. Gwen, I need you to make a constitution save. Oh, boy. Is this against poison? It is not. Oh, wow. Okay, that's great. It is against an annihilating aura. Oh, God. Is she within 10 feet of me? She is. Plus three. Oh, God. Okay, cool. Uh, That's a 28. Okay, 28. Sweet deal. You succeed. Do, do I get that off the dude? 
Uh, off the dude, like from. Like I'm getting like a oh shit that. Hit yeah, me. just being. Oh, right. When Corey had sensed that tidal wave of undeath earlier, you are now. Imagine wading waist deep in that entropic energy. Solid. Um, I'm pretty hardy. I'm gonna use my bonus action to. To manifest Grayskull uh, 15 feet above me on this thing. Okay. As she's Grayskull's summoning about him chest into chest high the... on this thing. Yeah. As she's summoning him, she's like, You're ready to grab him, bruh. Um, and then she is going to make an attack with the Runtax. Womp womp, womp womp. Oh yeah! Uh, that's thirty-one to hit. That feels good. <laughs> oh yeah. And that for um sixteen slashing damage. Okay. Second hit. Is a seventeen hit? Yes. Seventeen does. Yes. Okay. That is uh, 16 damage. Okay. Gotta love those crits. <laughs> uh, and that's her action bonus action. Um, boy, I guess I'll just stick close to this thing. I don't really have anything else I can do. And when Grayskull oh. sees this thing, there uh -huh. is a moment of that's big. Mm -hmm. And then looks down at you and like reassuring, like, yeah, we're going to fucking kill him. Like, all right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you can't die again. He shrugs his shoulders and nods. <laughs> but if you die, I'll be very sad. Now is not the time to talk about this. This fucker's huge. <laughs> all right. So did you have anything else that you wanted to do? Sounds good. Corey, I need you to make a constitution save. A 13 does not succeed. So that is for nine points of necrotic damage. And all attacks this creature makes against you until the start of its next turn have advantage. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, okay. Corey peels herself up off the ground that had stepped over her uh, earlier. Um... <laughs> She is going to face step in front of him uh, and uh, eat nine of his hit points. As you drop to raven form, I'm guessing? Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, uh, and she's going to say, you are dealing with me! Uh, and she is going to attack him. Okay. Uh, 24? A 24 totally hits. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be 13 slashing damage. And, uh, she's going to burn a first level spell slot for her smite. Uh, 
13, and then uh, making 20 radiant damage off of that, and she's going to attack a second time. So it was 13 and 20? Uh, it was 13 slashing damage and then 20 radiant damage with Holy her smite. shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's a 23 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit! Uh, and then I'm going to do slashing damage, which shall be 15 slashing damage. Uh, and I'll go ahead and burn another first level spell slot for my smite. That's going to be 8, 10 radiant damage this time. Okay, so 10 radiant and then how much slashing? Uh, 15. Gotcha. Sounds good. Next up is Caleb. Oh boy. So uh, I failed my constitution save to um, my uh, my concentration. Oh, for maintaining the compelled duel. Yeah, so that's down. Okay. Overcharging, seventh level, guiding bolt. Hit for a natural twenty. Blomp, 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 blomp. Eighty-seven points of lightning damage. Okay. Holy shit. Bonus action, command the quills. Does a sixteen hit? Sixteen just hits. So or no, 16's good. Yeah. So, okay. So these will all hit... Oh, nope. Yeah. Uh, 39 points of slashing damage from the constructs. Okay. This thing is still up. But you see that its darkened form is flickering? Seems like it's having a hard time maintaining a substantial form. Pull the quills back. He can attack if he wants. He'll do his best. That is an 18 to hit. Although, Gwen, you hit it, so it would have disadvantage striking out against the quill. That's a 16 to hit the quills. Uh, that might not hit, actually. It does not hit. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. So, it is now the creature's turn. And, Corey, you have made a quite a ruckus in front of it. And it looks down at you. And it is going to try and attack you. You are immune to its finger of doom, so you don't have to worry about that. Attacks normally would be at disadvantage, but it gained advantage, so they're just flat attacks towards ye. So, Corey, that is a 16 to hit. I don't believe that does. That's enough. Then a 17 to hit, as it tries to just reach down with these large claws. And then after it is unsuccessful in its attempts, it is going to look towards Arjan and it begins to float off the ground and actually begins going through the sky towards Arjan with a hand outstretched towards them. Gwen, you and Cory will both get to make attacks of opportunity as this creature is reaching out towards your friend. Okay. 18? 17. Or 19. Both of those hit. Twelve 
12 slashing damage, and then a smite. Uh, my last first level smite. 14. Slashing. I'm a schmuck. You guys do way more stuff than I do. But you know what? You take a lot less damage because of me. Yep. <laughs> 14 radiant. Okay. So, Corey and Gwen, what does it look like when the two of you are able to finish off this creature as it begins its ascension towards Arjan? Uh, I think that Cory just jams her sword into it and um, like lets it drag through him as it runs away. Uh, and then she will put her sword down towards Gwen, and then Gwen runs up the sword and she flings Gwen at it Sweet. for the final blow. I love it. Run axe above her head, just like feet flying back in the air, and she axes him in the knee. Okay. And as this creature takes its final blow with its hand ex extended out towards your friend, the shadows begin to dissipate, almost like watching butterflies fly off of a bush that they had been set on. They, it seems almost like this thing is incapable of keeping its form outside of just these tattered remains. And as it is dissipating, it lets out a almost sad, lonesome sound as it does. And you can see that there is a look of this creature is capable of understanding remorse in its eyes. There seems to be possibly some there. And it is gone. Don't. Did it have a sad face there at the end? Did anyone else see that? Alright, I'm gonna call the Goliaths and see if they're still around. I don't know if they went back to the tribe. Did they were still keeping an eye on things, right? Last you had checked, there might be yesterday. some around here. Yeah. She'll do a Goliath call. Uh, cupped hands and just yelling into the ether. Okay. Make a performance check. Okay. Eleven. You just got done with battle. You haven't had a whole lot of water. You've been yelling a lot. It, like, kind of cracks halfway through. Mm. <laughs> she kind of looks up at uh, Grace and she's like, sorry, I <clears throat> I haven't done it in a while. No, I understand. It's all right. All right. Have fun being in my head. And he just, like, gives you a little bit of a salute and just dissipates as well. Corey's so. going to lay on hands on herself for nine hit points. As uh, Corey's using lay on hands, Kalen is looking dead at her. Um, she's just kind of like got her eyes closed with that hand over her chest and as she finishes uh, she turns uh, and looks at Caleb and she says don't worry I'm gonna be okay he's going to 
wave his hands in a circular motion and all the feathers land on another hand and claps them closed and they start to dissipate. Alright, if you say so. Um, did it, did this thing leave behind a body? It did not. It seemed like it was made of just pure shadow. What was that? Can I make an arcana check? Sure. Like, I mean, I, I was expecting, like, a more wispy thing, but that was more like a giant that was just, like, made of shadow. Like a shadow giant. Maybe it's a shadow giant. 25. 25? You have heard of creatures like this? Very, very, very rare are their breed. This is a creature that is from far beyond the Shadowfell. They exist from their, or at least their origins are from the plane of negative energy. This is a creature whose existence is due to someone going where they should not. And you know this creature's name to be a Nightwalker. I think that was a Nightwalker. They're from a different plane, and they're only called here when... Well, someone goes where they shouldn't. If that was brought into this world because of me or us going into the Astral Sea, well, at least we took care of it. That thing's been around for months. Well, months before, a month before we did the time jump. So we can rule out going to the Astral Sea then. Yeah. So is this like independent from the constellation going going away? Well, correlative or correlative? Cor- I don't know what this that means. Correlon. I don't want to hear about your god right now, Corey. Okay. <laughs> if things are coming out of places where people shouldn't, there might be more. So add that to the list. Big black dude near the runes. Bow, done. We'll keep our eyes open. What was it supposed it. to be doing, though? Like, it was just killing things that came near it, but it didn't, like, go after the thing that was... I mean, unless it did go after the thing that... I think that the aura it emits, it's natural. Anything that gets too close will suffer the effects. Yeah. As to what it's doing here. Insight check? Yeah. Make an insight check. 15. Okay. Uh, with a 15 coupled with your arcana check from earlier, you know that these creatures will often seek out remnants and other things that they hold on to from the being that initially entered into the negative energy plane that created them. 
it was well these night walkers they typically go after things that they have an attachment to well Corey then looks, we Corey should looks, find what's around Corey looks at Arjan Kaum looks at Arjan Gwen looks at Arjan but she doesn't know why Why is everybody looking at me? I don't know. It was... I was doing everything I could to pin it down, but it insisted on going after you. Uh, and Arjan sort of like puts... Uh, uh, he puts his uh, hand to his forehead. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. You have been going to the hells a lot lately. Did you take anything? No. No. We... We can figure it out later. Or, Arjun, if you want me to just drop it. I mean, a lot but, of Goliaths, well, a few Goliaths were killed. I would kind of like to know why. What's the timeline? Where were we when it first appeared? From you what I know. Were in, you were on the Isle of Arask making your way back. You were on Olivia's ship when you had first heard about a shadow giant. The, which time? <laughs> Making your way back to the mainland. Making my way downtown. No, I mean like after Corey, after we found out Caleb wasn't. Yes. It's like anymore. right okay. after. Okay. Which bugs me a little bit because the giant was heading towards the ruins to begin with. If it was after Arjan, it would have went the other way. It would have went towards Marisville. Wait. Calum, the, the spell that was used follow me here, because I don't know what I'm talking about. The spell that was used to make you with us, but not with us, when that connection ended, what happened to you here? Did I know the simulacrum spell? There was literally no connection between Calum and the simulacrum. Okay. There were two op separate operating entities. Cool. I'm a Mac. I'm a PC. And I'm a Calum. I'm also a Calum. Alright, so that wasn't it. What if... What if, what if, Did anything happen to you, Arjan, while we were out there? I don't think any of that would bring a creature from the Shadowfell. Yeah. Right. It wasn't the Shadowfell, it's a place beyond the Shadowfell. What if it's not something that Arjan has done? What if it's you, Cory? No, what you if You died! What... You came back! What if it's something Tarlean has done? Oh. Where's Tarlean? It's in the Hells, right? Yes. Sipping Mai Tais and consorting. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a rum-based drink. 
Yes, entirely, and it's in a bonus. Um, I... Oh. And we'll figure it out later. I need to lie down. Gwen, make a perception okay. check. Yay! Perception is a 17. You hear off in the distance, probably about like four miles away, the distant call of your tribal companions. Hey! She's going to climb up on Calum's back so she has a height advantage and, and call back to them. Okay. And over the next 15 minutes or so, uh, there are a series of calls back and forth until eventually you see Goliaths on uh, the back of these Orok beasts making their way towards you. Uh, and as they do, one of them like waves down over towards you, Gwen. Uh, you don't recognize any of these two. These seem to be just members of Teresa's scouting unit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that he is currently back working things out with his with the big squeeze hell yeah uh but these individuals uh seem like they have been part of the scouting party and mm -hmm. when they arrive one of them says my chieftain i you must be warned we have lost track of the creature that is scouring these plains we it was in front of the ruins for months and well uh, we might have been drinking a little having a little bit of a good time fear not fear not your chieftain has taken care of it. You have slain this beast. Well, I and my companions, yes. And these two scouts look at each other and then just like start hooping and hollering, congratulating you. They lift you up onto their shoulders and just like, they are ecstatic about <laughs> this. All right, okay, calm down, calm down. It's not that impressive. <laughs> Uh, well, now that your watch here is over, uh, what were your plans to do next? When were you supposed to swap out? We are going to go back to the tribe and let them know that this beast is taken care of and that our chieftain is, is alive. We have not heard of you in several months. I know, I know. I went to a different plane of existence. And they both just give you that, like, as you say that, their eyes glaze over. Yeah, just, yeah. That sounds incredible! <laughs> Time is all wonky when you travel planes. You, I'll teach you about it later. Um, it's just, just know that it's pretty impressive. Um, but I am sorry that I was gone for so long. I've talked to Chua. I was, you know, they know that I'm, I'm around again. Um, and we're gonna head up that way soon. Right, guys? Arjun's, like, curled up going sleepy. <laughs> Uh, it, it looks like he has like a he's fighting off a really bad migraine oh. uh, we have to stop at Galay right yeah. and then we're gonna head over there that sounds incredible fortuitous I learned yeah. a word while I was out I'm so proud of you that first one kind of like puffs up his chest a little bit 
you guys said you had some alcohol? They nod. And then one of them kind of like reaches into a, um, they reach into their uh, traveling pack. And when they pull mm. it out, it is, it looks like a gourd that has been turned into a container of sorts. And when they open it, uh, the smell of fermented milk mm. is very strong. Uh, is this a delicacy? It's a like it's a Goliath thing, like yeah. you know, like oh, it's easier to just like yeah. ferment Arak milk, drink that than it is to like get everything else together. It's yeah, it's not exactly a taste that you've missed. It's not yeah. a nostalgia <laughs> thing. It gets the job done. It's it's right. pretty hearty stuff, but all things considered, it's not um, it's not the best. Nights in the courtyard. All right, so uh, since you two, uh, you know, have been in the drink and frankly neglecting your duties on this eve, she says in a feign uh, disrespect, not disrespect, um, uh, like uh, punishment voice, uh, you will be watching over us tonight and keeping us safe while we take a nappy poo. Of course my sister. They All will right. nod. Put the aurochs on either side of us and fill yeah. in. And they will guard you for your rest. Is there anything that you all would like to do this eve? Arjan, you said that you had developed a wicked migraine. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Calum, Corey, is there anything either of the two of you would like to do? Just check in on Arjan. You alright? Maybe. So you know how I, uh... You know how I, uh, I'm usually, like, really good at remembering stuff about undead. Right? I... I'm just drawing a blank. Well... I mean, sometimes knowledge slips through the cracks. It's not a big deal. Unless to you it is a big deal, then it's a big deal. I mean... I'm, uh... I'm not sorry about it. I mean... I'm okay with leaving behind everything that the Sanguinaurus gave to me. It's just... This seems sudden. And if 
Um, and it feels like that's something that should have known about that creature, especially if it was coming from me. And the more I try to think about it, the more it has. I don't know. I would say don't think too deeply on it. Is this gonna... Is this lack of knowledge going to affect you as we know you, or...? I mean, it may end up getting us killed. So yeah, I think it would affect us a lot, but I don't think there's anything we can do about it. Then... I guess I can read up on some undead. Cover where... We don't have coverage. I hope it's not. Lots happened in the last couple of months. Lots happened within the last couple of days. Yeah. I feel like everybody's changed a little bit. If that's good or bad, that's your well remains to be seen. But if there's any consolation. I don't mind it so much. You're still you, regardless of the knowledge you do or do not know. He's not going to answer to that. And he's not going to meet Caleb's gaze. And the fact that he doesn't return that sentiment is, uh, I feel like that just like hangs in the air. I'm here if you need to talk. Camel. If he allows it, he'll bat Arjun on the arm and walk away. I mean, he, he doesn't, like, flinch. Sounds good. So, Corey, was there anything that you wanted to do during this long rest? Uh, she spends a little bit of time just uh, chatting with the Goliaths. Okay. And then um, afterwards she excuses herself to go and perform her trance. She right. does not pray tonight. You find out that these two Goliaths do indeed have names. Their names are Oric and Torben. Oh, I love them. Oric and Torben. She asks about uh, the uh, alcohol that they have. It's like, how do you get milk to ferment without spoiling? And they look at each other and just start laughing. You can get it to not spoil? 
Oh. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it I'll seems. I'll try anything once. Yeah. Uh. Make a constitution save when you give it a sippy. Cool. Dirty 20. It's been a while since you've had breakfast, and you can kind of, like, feel your stomach churn as you drink this... It's boozy sludge. And th you are thankful that you are immune to poison at this point in time. Because otherwise, this might have done a little bit more than just getting you drunk. This might have made you sick. I'm immune to disease. <laughs> you also can't taste anything, right? Uh, it's been getting better since I've been getting my seasons back. Yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> yeah, you get to taste it, Chris. I get to taste. Uh, a little bit of seasoning. Uh, yeah, she like knocks it back and just like, oh! They just sort of like nod and laugh, and then one of, and then uh, Torben will uh, like kind of echo your, Woo! and he just continues laughing to himself. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, she has a she has a grand old time, just kind of chortling with these guys, um, and then she'll excuse herself, go trance. Okay, sounds good. Um, when morning comes, I'm gonna try and get uh, spring form. Sure. It's a con save, right? Uh, wisdom save. Wisdom save. Yep. Right, got it. Alright, 18. Okay, sounds good. That's exactly what you needed. So, you are able to sit, and thankfully, it is, again, nice enough out that when you wake up in this or when you come out of your trance in this early summer state, it's still cool. There's a nice breeze. It feels reminiscent of spring, even though spring is not necessarily with you at this time. But nonetheless, you are able to take on your spring form and are able to rejoin the rest of the group. Is there anything that you all would like to do first thing in the morning? I think everybody wakes up and they see Calum just standing in the middle of camp, staring up at the sky. Caleb! Hmm? Are you alright? Yeah, I was just watching the stars. Oh. Okay. Anything new? I haven't really felt the need to rest for a while, so I've just been stargazing. Like, at all? Like, you don't even sit down and close your eyes and do the thing Cory does? I haven't tried. Is that concerning to anyone? I'm not certain if this is normal or not. What about the Library of Selenium? I might need to speak with her. I don't think I might be worthy to go back. What are you talking about? Of course you're worthy. You've done nothing wrong. That's something I'm gonna have to take up with her. 
Oric will lean five. down to you, Gwen. What is a library? Oh, um, you know books? They shake their head now. No! Okay, um, okay, so you know how we have, like, the scrolls that, like, talk about our ancestors and stuff? They nod, yes. It's, it's a place where all of those are kept, but there's, like, a lot of them, and most of them are, like, just terrible. Like, what kind of terrible? Like, like, like boring, oh. and they don't mean anything, and like some of them aren't even true, which is stupid. Who would want to even gaze upon the untrue texts? How to Train Your Chimera is a children's classic, and you take that back. <laughs> anyway, that's why we don't have around him. <laughs> it's the one thing he'll get mad about. That and endangering yourself, but that's neither here nor there. Galay. Alright, how far is Galay from here? Like, a day? Uh, it would be a day on Arak back, and thankfully mm -hmm. you actually have some individuals that are able to lend their assistance uh, in terms of mounts. Um, mm -hmm. And they... Um... Oh. Hmm. We have Oryx now. Yeah. Is there a savannah tree close by? I'll say yes. Caleb will scratch his chin and then start drawing a rune on it. These two beasts just sort of like continue eating from the local grass. And again, uh, this time Torben actually leans down to you. Chieftain. Chieftain, what is he doing? Are you drawing on the auroch or on the tree? On the tree. Okay. Uh, magic? Caleb, what are uh, you doing? Uh, a few minutes go by and he claps his hands together and presses them against the tree. And you see the frame of a wagon body appear as he casts Fabricate. Whoa. I'm going to need a lot more trees for the wheels. These goliaths are just, like, gobsmacked of watching you pull a cart out of a tree. Like, you can Gwen do this the whole time? tries not to look impressed. <laughs> the, oh, yes, we do this all the time. Holy shit, Galen, that just, was cool. Did you just turn, like, the, like, physical material components of the tree into a cart? Well, yeah, but it doesn't have wheels. I need the wheels separately. It, like, twisted itself into a cart. It's really fucking cool. You did alchemy. Oh no, that was Naruto, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I actually watched that show, I would do the um, the thing that they say at the beginning. Believe it? Anyways. No. Believe it. Oh, go on. So, Whatever. anyways. Anyway, so Calum has pulled out this cart without wheels from a mm. tree. And do you start saying that you need more tree or wood in order to mm. get wheels on the cart, Caleb? Yeah. Uh, okay. Is there another... Is there another tree around? There's one pretty far off. It's like a quarter of... It's like three quarters of a mile away. Gwen uh, picks up the, the cart over her head and she's like, alright, let's go. 
both of your Goliath scouts are just like, oh my god, like, <laughs> our team gets so strong, our friends them. are so great! <laughs> so yeah, it takes you guys a little bit of time, but you are able to find an enough tree to make two wheels out of. It just occurred to me. Has it been enough time that um, Corey could expect a response from her father if she summoned Ambleforth? It's been three months, right? No, because she never de-summoned Ambleforth. Yesterday <laughs> was the one that she had de-summoned. Yeah. She de-summoned him yesterday to, yeah. Uh... Yes. You can say Maybe? No. You're not sure. The passage of time in the Feywild is very different. It could have been a couple seconds, it could have been, again, like a month of time. You're not sure. Alright, she'll just wait until they get back. Until we get back to Galay. Okay. Sounds good. So you are able to fashion a cart. Uh, for fabricate, do you need to use another spell slot to make wheels, or does it like continue on at a certain pace? I need to make. I need to use another spell slot for wheels, but it's fourth level, and I have those in abundance. Nice. Yeah. So Calum is able to make this Orok drawn cart, and the Goliaths are, again, rightly impressed with everything that has been going on. And together, uh, they are able to load up all of your things. Uh, and you can all begin making your way back to Galay. And, yes, Gwen, you look like you had something you wanted to say. Uh, I would say that um, we, uh, if we're going to Galay, um, then I would send uh, the Goliaths back to the tribe and let them know that we'll be there in one day plus however long it takes us to get, you know, like we'll spend a day in Galay or two days, however long you guys want, and then we'll go to the tribe. Unless somebody tells her not. We're taking their orcs. Well, we're taking one. So they can go there on the other orc back, yeah? Wait, you're, you're saying that we're going to the light for one day and then go into the tribe? Yeah, if the, I mean, that's what she wants to do. If you guys, you guys have not said anything otherwise. I have something that I would like to take care of before we do that, but... Yeah, what do, you, what do we need to do? We need to go check on Kindek and possibly... It might be right. some time before we get back to the tribe. I mean, the tribe's like a few days away, right? No? How no. far are they? Uh, at this point, the tribe is like 20-ish days. Oh, I thought they were way closer. No, they Why are the scouts way out here then? Because you asked, asked them to, to follow be. the shadow giant. And so uh, they did. Where did it start? Uh, they had said that the giant had started in the her uh, near the hermitage towards the west. Okay. I don't know what we're gonna do at the tower, but Kendak feels like it's important. I feel like we owe him a favor at this point. 
Yeah, what's the... Right, right. What's the um, timeline as far... Like, how long is it going to take us to get there? And what direction is that? I don't know. I thought it would be a lot less than three months. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's on the... Like, if we keep going around the lake from Galay, it's going to be on the way. Hey, Calum. Hmm. Can you make a teleportation circle? I mean, I would have to continuously cast it in spot for a year, but yeah, I can. Gross. I'm just thinking of, like, making a waypoint at the tribe, wherever they are. If we could, like, do it on, like, a blanket. Gwen, your tribe is nomadic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You you make the circle on the blanket, and then where they just lay it out, and then you just go where they are. Gwen doesn't know how magic works. I feel Kale like I have to remind you guys. His notebook and starts writing. I mean, it'd be the same thing as Olivia's ship. It's just smaller on a blanket, and he begins to write. I'm like this motherfucker invents spells. He could totally do that. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a blanket. It could be like a bamboo rug, but something like that. Something that we can travel with. I think the correct term is to Tommy Matt, but you know. Yeah, that. Who's Tommy and where are we going to? Tammy? I hate her so much. I hate that bitch, Tammy. <laughs> so. Boy, I'm Tammy. So. Wait, sorry, what was Arshan saying? Who? Uh, I heard to Tommy Rug. I asked, oh. who's Tommy and why are we? Going to Tommy? Yeah. So, Got it. At this point, the Goliaths that you've been in contact with, mm -hmm. Auric and Torben, are going on one Arak back to the tribe. That is mm -hmm. what their chieftain is asking of them. So yeah. this is what they shall do. They say that the Arak that they are leaving unto you, uh, their name is Thunderhoof. And they like is it a carrots. boy or a girl? It is a boy. In your relation to Rumble Thunder? They actually don't know who Rumble Thunder is. Yeah. I think... Yeah. Uh, she is going to give them... Uh, 25 platinum to bring back to the tribe. And... Mm -mm 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 -mm. Mm. The troll skull ale. The lemoncello has found a new owner. Uh, it's just the beacon. It's better than the Oroch milk. Not better than anything else. It's fine. Don't drink it all at once, okay? And they, they'll like put up their hand like they have, we have drank before. We know <laughs> how this game works. They don't realize it's a bottomless supply of booze. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yes, they will take the 25 platinum pieces. And keep it safe because I want it when I get back, okay? Of course, Chief, then. All right. 
Away with you. Blessings of, of uh, the Goliaths of past. Grayskull says hi. They, I know. I told them. They look at each other like, who the fuck is Grayskull? But they, like, <laughs> give you nods and thumbs up and then begin making their way as well. And as you guys are continuing on to your travel, that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So I would like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and join us for tonight's wonderful session. I had an absolute blast running this game. Hey, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Uh, small vignette. Calum is leafing through his book. He turns to Corey or Arjun and goes, Elemental Plane of Fire? Hi, I'm RJ here on the channel, but you can catch me at rjustice 282 on Twitter and Twitch. And Indor gave a confused look. That dwarven place <laughs> with the Titan Steel. He took down the notes for the Rune Circle. Right. <laughs> uh, you can catch me at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and how I got jalapeno in a cut on my face. That did <sighs> happen. That well, did happen, didn't it? Yeah. Listen, I, ha I was having halal, and then I just touched my face like, oh, fuck. Um, touch your face. Touch your face. You can catch me, well, not tomorrow, because we are taking a small break, but over at the Hype Goblins channel on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays in the morning as Titus Valentine, a rogue warlock, ranger warlock, sorry, and every other uh, Thursday over at G Game Nights, where I play a good society game where I am a noble who's just out to marry his... Well, try to marry his uh, childhood girlfriend. And of course, on Sundays, you can catch me here again at 10 o'clock EST as Hassan Ayuanti Druid Cleric. Finikino.com. That's me. Hi, I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup on the Twitters. I promise I'm totally going to stream tomorrow at 2. I'm going to play a game. And I will have something set up so that you can see the kittens. I'm making this promise, so I actually do it. Uh, you can find me on Nerd Merchants on Wednesdays. Thursdays, you can find me back on my channel playing games with Lauren that are super spooky. And it's super not fun, but it is. Uh, Fridays, I'm on Encounter Roleplay. Saturdays, I am dark. Sundays, I am on uh, this channel playing Rin Rin, the best girl. Um, who is, uh, her secrets are starting to be uh, unraveled, as it were. Uh, but before that, I'm playing Victoria on uh, G Game Nights. That's with two Gs and a K uh, for nights. And uh, I play a, a cheerleader who actually had cheer practice during our show. So that was cool. Danae Keener, a doc. Holy. I'm Cyber. Uh, I, uh, you can find most of my stuff at cyberworld1201.live. No, yes, cyberworld1201.live. That is, that is the link, I think. You can also find a lot of, a lot of really cool stuff at jabroni.tv. That's, that's where you can find other stuff, but what's not on there, uh, there, there's a lot on there. There's the Patreon, there's the YouTube, there's the, there's the Twitter, there's merch, there's, Lots of cool stuff, but what's not there are the games that I play in, like this one that you've been watching, or starting this Thursday, uh, we've had a lot of business with Tyrant Security during this one episode, 
what the fuck's gonna happen whenever I have to run an actual game of Tyrant Security? Let's find out. That starts uh, Thursday. Indoor's gonna be playing in that, so that's that's gonna be fun. Also, this Saturday, on Off Underscore the Table, they are doing their Otterthon, uh, their monthly charity drive stream. I'm gonna be playing with Katie Face uh, in a game of White Marks by Black Arm Water Press. We're gonna be pack of werewolves solving murders so that's gonna be cool check it out denaykeener.com hi everybody my name is Danae Keener you can find me at denaykeener.com I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel um, you can find me here on Mondays playing as Cory under the Elgin Paladin or on Sundays during our Tomb of Annihilation game run by Tyler uh, as Baz the Drow Rogue Fighter. Flawless. DanaeKina.com And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this Monday, Thursday, and or Monday and Thursday at 5.30pm Pacific Standard Time and Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, we post all of our games up wherever audio casts are made available for free or at youtube.com slash indoor adventures. Uh, we also have a Patreon set up, so if you want to help support the show and also gain access to an after show that we like to do called Nights in the Courtyard, just go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures. That after show is currently being posted for the, pu for the general public, so you don't even have to pay us in order to get access to that after show. It's a sweet deal! But what's cheaper than free? Is me installing it on your iPhones on a new update, but I can't do that because I'm not you too. Now, uh, we are going to be heading into that after show directly, so I would like to say once again, thank you to everybody who decided to stop by. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week, and we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!